0: Hey world! Welcome to of the Cloud. We're back with a special guest, and we're back with our gracious host, Nick, Nick. Nick, feeling? I am extremely excited. I know I keep saying that over and over
1: again, but I'm actually extremely, <laughs> extremely excited for this one. This one's and, close um, to
0: home for you because I, I yeah. feel like that for the people that don't know you or do know you, when you joined my team, you were still in university and someone who was working super hard and wanted to really help a lot of the students and I think bringing the guest on that we have today means a lot because we're going to be working with him and the team quite a lot to help that and that's why he's here today. So it's our pleasure to introduce to Careers in the Cloud, Georgie Stoyanov, who is part of the uh, Partner Success Programme or Partner Talent Programme and Georgie, I think, you know, for those that don't know you, if you can, Give us a little brief intro, because we're going to delve more into who you are and how you got into SF, but a little intro into you and the team and and what you guys are trying to do within Salesforce.
2: Sure. Well, hi, everybody. Uh, It's great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Yeah, my name is Georgie, and I'm part of the Partner Talent Programs team here at Salesforce, uh, which is part of the alliances and channels organization. And essentially, the job that our team has within the company is to really bring in new or any new trailblazers, really, if you like, into the ecosystem and really help close that digital skills gap and essentially help our partners with capability growth. Um, I'm based here in London, and it's been about a year now since I joined Salesforce, which is super exciting. And I'm very excited to be with you on this podcast today. So thanks for having me. Great,
0: Great to have you, man. Great to have you. And I know that we've been speaking a bit offline and we're we're going to try and do things to actually help the ecosystem with people in universities, which Nikki, Nikki will touch on. But I think... For us, and when we discussed it, this was a big role for you, right? Because you left university and went straight into Salesforce. So can you talk us through how that came about? Because amazing first job, dude, (laughs) to go straight from university (laughs) to Salesforce. You know, that's a big step. Like, how did that come about for you? Uh, It's
2: been an experience. Um, But to be honest, so I was in my final year of university. And like any other student, really, uh, I wasn't sure about what I was actually going to do after university life, right? Because that was the best time of my life, <laughs> those three years, <laughs> definitely. I mean, if, if we like take away the, the the one year of COVID that we had, but hey, you know that, that happened to everybody, so it's, it's fine. Um, and I wasn't sure what I was going to do, so I started doing a bit of research online and looking into different careers. And Salesforce was a company that I had been aware, of, that I was aware of for a bit uh, because I got to know them a bit in my second year, when I applied initially for a Salesforce role within the Salesforce uh, uh, ecosystem uh, and, and I got rejected. Then I got rejected at Salesforce, the company. Uh, then a second time in my final year again, I got another rejection from Salesforce and I was like, well, you know, I'm just going to keep on going until it finally happens. And at the end, there was this role that I saw online, which was the Partner Talent Program's intern position. And so I read the job description and having had gone back to kind of reflect on you know my strengths and weaknesses and what I could bring into the team, I thought this is a role that I could definitely bring something into. And it was a role that combined a few of the things that I like. And that is, you know, working with a variety of stakeholders, no matter the industry or the background that they come from, and also giving back to the community. And, and with this role in particular, we get to do that a lot. Uh, and we get to really make a huge impact uh, to communities across the world, not just here in the UK where I'm based. So that was definitely something that caught my caught my eye. I applied, I met my manager Holly, who I did uh, my interviews with, and eventually got the role. It was a summer internship, so lasted about two and a half months to three months, um, and then on the first of October, I came back as a full-time employee, and it's been an experience
0: since. Congrats, me. Congrats mate! Persistence uh, is yeah. it's refreshing to hear, right? You were still in university, you rejected, you get rejected again. But then you see another role and they liked you so much, even though at that point you were an intern not getting paid and it was never going to be guaranteed that you would even go full time. You left a mark and and they took you full time and we're here and you're actually contributing to the ecosystem in a massive way, along with the rest of the team. The one thing that I think for me and Nick working with Salesforce directly and so many in the ecosystem, what are the best things for you to work for Salesforce apart from the mug and Astro in the background?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see Astra there. Um, th- thanks for noticing that. Uh, so it was on purpose, <laughs> um, but no, I think the best thing is definitely about the, the type of work that we get to do with my direct team in partner alliances and the alliances and channels organization. You know, we work with a variety of organizations and and partners and customers that are really committed to the cause that we that we all share, which is to really open doors opportunities to those that are underrepresented in the tech industry and do that in a meaningful way um and i think you know being part of an organization that is um an industry leader that sets the tone for the entire market in terms of innovation and the products that it comes up with is super exciting and very inspiring as well because you kind of think you know i I need to keep up with this um and that's very very healthy in my opinion because it kind of allows you to come up with new ideas new programs to really train up trailblazers and, and ensure that you also point them to opportunities within the ecosystem and yeah i think that's probably one of the best things about working at salesforce alongside the values that the company has which are definitely mirrored in all of our partners and customers you know doing well and doing good giving back to the to communities with equality and diversity being our central focus uh, and mission so yeah it's, it's been a, it's been a pleasure being part of the company so far i'm excited about what my future looks like within the company so yeah
1: definitely sounds like uh you have a good Good baseline there of everything happening, uh, you know, alongside I think the previous podcast actually with uh, Cedric also touched how every bit of, you know, Salesforce matters from the smell, from the surroundings, obviously from different people supporting different, different areas. And that's what it makes it so, so amazing. Um, What would you say actually is the biggest uh, skill gap that you currently see in the ecosystem? Is there, is there something particular that you want to highlight from your perspective, obviously?
2: Nicoletta, I think that the the one skill that we're really looking for in Trailblazers is Salesforce skills, um, and it's a hu- there's a huge skills gap, and that's why we're working with so many partners and organizations to try and close that gap. And When I say Salesforce skills, that can be quite broad, I know, but essentially it means being able to, to get hands on with Salesforce technology, to be able to use the platform, whatever role you're in. You might be an administrator, a developer, a consultant, working on the different clouds, You know, whether you're in a marketing cloud role, a role that's more focused on sales or commerce cloud, being able to really get hands on with Salesforce technology is what we're, what we're seeing as a, as a massive gap at the moment. Uh, that alongside, of course, you know, soft skills, like being able to work with various stakeholders, being able to build and manage relationships, and that is all things that can be learned, right? You know, we, nobody is born with, with those skills, and we know that the programs that we, we support, that uh, workforce development organizations from, for example, that we've created internally, can be a massive tool in really getting anybody who's interested in pursuing a career in the Salesforce ecosystem to actually learn those skills and and have a meaningful uh, professional journey uh, in the Salesforce space. So I'd say that, you know, Salesforce skills is, is probably the biggest gap that we're experiencing
1: right now. 100% absolutely understandable. Uh, all right. And when it comes to actually bringing new, new talents and building them, why is it so important to be focusing on that? I don't think enough people realize the important, you know, factors of building those talents, bringing them bringing them into the ecosystem?
2: Yeah, well, I think it's important for, for a few reasons. And, you know, number one is we want to make sure that we address the issue that exists within technology and the technology sector overall, which includes Salesforce too, and the Salesforce ecosystem, which is that of representation. We want to have more diversity and more equality in the Salesforce ecosystem. And that's why any program that we come up with and that we create or support, we want to make sure that diversity is really right at the center of everything that we do. Be that a program like Skills to Succeed in South Africa that we recently did with Accenture, which is a huge Salesforce partner where we trained 97 trailblazers from low socioeconomic backgrounds and Accenture, committed to hiring all 97 of them into their Salesforce practice, which was massive for us. Um, Or, you know, supporting programs that are run by Organizations like Refugee Force, where they train up refugees on Salesforce, and then we help place them into the ecosystem and roles within uh, the Salesforce uh, ecosystem. It's it's super inspiring, and, and we want to do that so that nobody's left behind. Uh, and And, you know, there's also the moral standpoint, right? From an ethical standpoint, it's the right thing to do is the right thing to do to address the digital skills gap by bringing everybody on board and by making sure that you open opportunities to those that have been sometimes overlooked by the tech sector and continue to be and and we don't want to be part of that you know we want to lead on this together with our partners with our customers and with workforce development organizations that we work with and with you as well that the hemi and Nicoletta that we have you uh, today that i'm doing this uh, podcast with you you're an integral part of our ecosystem and, you know, that's that's the sort of moral case, right? Doing the right thing. But also from a business standpoint, having more diverse viewpoints in all stages of uh, making business and doing business is hugely important, right? That way you understand the customer base a bit better because not everybody in the customer base or all customers look the same or think the same. Everybody has a different... Uh, opinion on things and different needs as well and as a business you need to understand all of them so I think that there's there's a few points as to why we really need to address this in a way that is impactful and in the way that it promotes diversity and inclusion uh, in the wider ecosystem and you know that's why we're proud about the things that we're doing together with our partners and customers and leading on on the Salesforce side as well.
0: Sure man you're making a difference Georgie because I think you know you touched on them certain partners like Refugee Force, what you did with Accenture, and it's so needed. It's so needed. I mean, on our side, we try and have that conversation with so many partners and people where you say you have to start from within, you know, you have to train from within. The one thing I wanted to ask you as well is the soft skills you touched on, right? And it's huge. And you said something that was so true about it's something that could be learned. And I think a lot of people think that it can't, especially those that are in tech and even students who are a little bit more introverted and feel that they can't learn those skills. You've worked at Salesforce for a year, you articu- articulate yourself very well, you come across very sharp. How has Salesforce helped you in that year with your soft skills and the fact you're working with so many global people, partners obviously across the media that think different, sound different. What are some of the things that you got taught?
2: Yeah, I think, well, firstly, it was very important for me to, to get that internship experience last year because Coming into it, I was really hoping that it would be an active internship and not where, not a place where I would just go in and shadow people and see what they do. And that's a Clock hours, five o'clock and, and just go home. Although it was virtual. So, you know, stay home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think give it, my manager especially, she gave me a lot of ownership from day one. So I remember that I joined in mid-June and in the first week of July. She had put me up for a presentation uh, with, with a South African university and a South African customer of our standard bank, which was huge. And I thought, why is she trusting me so much? And at that point, I realized that, you know, trust really is the number one value that Salesforce has. And it's taught me that, you know, this experience so far that you really need to trust the people that you work with, because when you have trust, really all, all the work that you, you produce will be very much more, you know, easier to, to, to come together, the whole piece, right? Um and that's something that I've taken away with me. And I try to, you know, implement that in my work life as well every day when I come into work. Um and I think another thing that I've that I've picked up from, from this experience so far is really about how everybody can make a change because it doesn't matter what you know what role you currently have, for example, or, or where you currently are in your life, professional or personal, you can make a difference. You know, if if you're starting to learn Salesforce right now. Sign up to one of our community groups, make sure that, you know, the mistakes that you did, you tell others, you know, not not to make, for example, you know, make their journey a bit easier. Or maybe share about your mistakes, you know, and say, you know, I I messed this up on on Trailhead, for example, when I was doing this hands-on activity, this is how you should avoid it. Or, you know, I was interviewing with a company, with company X or Y, and I, I made a mistake during the interview process, and, you know, I was unsuccessful this is what you shouldn't do during your interview process in order to to be successful for one of your salesforce applications right um so yeah i think that's that's things that i've definitely taken away um, so far from from this experience
0: great advice great advice any any grad or any student looking if you're in university right now you've got two prime examples right in front of you right here on that note any upcoming events that you can give some brief info on, depending on where people are watching right now in the world, you talked about the one which was a major success in, in South Africa, anything upcoming on your side?
2: Yeah, um, but before that, I was actually going to ask you as well, because you're asking about the biggest sort of skill gap that I'm seeing uh, from from a Salesforce perspective, what about you, when, when you're speaking to your clients, and and then, you know, get in touch with jobseekers, because what, what do you see as, as being one of the main gaps in the
0: market? George he's flipping it he's flipping it on the host. Do you know what? <laughs> the new host of careers at the time? Do you know what? Nick can uh, I can start and you can add to it because I know we we we're talking about it literally today. For me, it's it's the specialisms and the soft skills. So having people that like you said are in front of senior stakeholders, C-level people and can actually hold their own and understand what language they talk and also the industry side of it i believe is becoming more prominent so people are going more industry focused and i think that's what i've seen within salesforce the way they set up their teams within the aes and the alliance partners as well so having the tech but also having people from the industry and i think you touched on it as well georgie you can go in so many different areas man you don't have to be a techie you can be an admin, a BA, a project manager, you can be completely functional. You don't even have to love the whole of technology. With Salesforce, the one thing that attracted me as someone who not technical was how easy it is to understand and how much you can actually immerse yourself into the ecosystem without having to be involved in all the nitty-gritty back-end stuff. And I think that's what I'm hoping to see more of. I'm hoping to see more people taking that leap. And and I think hopefully, we're going to get there. And I think we do need new blood. I think we can't rely on the seniors that are in the ecosystem, because they're simply not enough. And I think now's the time where my customers and I know the customers that Nick work with, are actually smelling the coffee now and actually realising that you can go out to all the agencies in the world, but they're never going to find that golden unicorn. You have to kind of train it from within. Nick, what about you?
1: Definitely agree with what you said. Um, I think. I think what I would like to see more also is people, obviously, like. Salesforce ecosystem is generally very open-minded but when we speak about professionals who's been who have been in one industry for a very very long time there is a little bit of this like uncertainty switching into a different industry I think it's quite aligned with what you just said Hemi so perhaps when you actually bring new people and new blood into the ecosystem people are more curious more open-minded and more kind of willing to test the waters elsewhere I think that's also something I'm kind of hoping to look for or see more in uh, in uh, new talents. And actually flipping it even more, I think clients, partners, and customers should also be more looking for people with like less experienced, you know, less experience basically in general. Um, that's basically what we're talking about in this podcast, right? Just yeah. giving like more people chances and uh, yeah, understanding that, they can actually bring a huge value, either if it's if it's from their ideas, you know, outside of Salesforce at all, or just generally being curious and maybe coming up with something that you would never think about. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, couldn't agree more with what you said there. And it's so interesting to hear your your insights as well, being on kind of like the same side of things as, as myself as well and the
0: team that I sit in. But also the goal is the, the same, thing. right? The goals are the same, the journeys are different. But the one thing as well, i have speaking Mm -hmm. to people, and you probably see it, Georgie, as well, like sales, like pre-sales and account executives and those areas of Salesforce are becoming so needed right now. Like everyone, like we're helping companies that own backup and the biggest need that we see right now, whether you're an SI, whether you're an ISV partner, is someone who has those soft skills. So if you're in university or someone who has been in sales and never worked in tech, there's a chance you can cross over very easy because you've got half of the fight. You've already got those skills. You just now need to train yourself on a different area. And look, so many things are teachable, right? You can't change who you are, but you can definitely teach attitude. You can teach soft skills and you can teach tech. And, And that's something that I hope we spread the message on. On the event, I mean, look, the one thing that I hope the audience will get from this is Georgie kindly, partaked in doing an event with Greenwich University that Nikki organized, being part of Greenwich University and graduating recently. It's something that we're going to be doing in October uh, the 11th, I believe, Nick, or is it the 12th? Wow. The 12th. We're going to have different partners there. Georgie's going to be speaking and he's going to be up there and he's going to be riling the crowd and, and showing the passion. Apart from that event, Georgie, is there anything else on your periphery, anything else that you guys have got planned within the team?
2: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm super excited about the University of Greenwich event. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for it. Um, October can't come soon enough. Uh, but something else that we're doing in October, actually, is another round of a program that we run here at Salesforce called Salesforce Fundamentals. <clears throat> now, the exact dates will be confirmed shortly, uh, but to you know, stay up to date with that. I, I would just recommend uh, following Salesforce or the Salesforce Partners LinkedIn page because all of the comms will be communicated um, through those channels. But essentially, Salesforce Fundamentals is a three-week free course for anybody that's interested in learning a bit about Salesforce or maybe kickstarting their Salesforce professional journey. Right? It will introduce you to what Salesforce is, what what is Salesforce technology, and who Salesforce partners are. And I think that that is key for somebody who's Completely new, you could be a student, a grad, a career changer, right? Previously, we've had people switching careers from, you know, from the most recent one ha- that I can actually remember is a primary school teacher um, who, who was in that profession for, for a couple of years and then she decided to switch over to Salesforce. So she'd completed Salesforce Fundamentals and now has landed a role within the Salesforce ecosystem with a UK based partner, which is super exciting. So again, Salesforce Fundamentals is literally for everybody and anybody that's interested. learning a bit about it and you know if if you decide that that is the path that you want to take great it is also for somebody who who kind of has no idea what salesforce is and if you decide that this isn't for you that's also fine at least you've you've kind of been there and seen that that probably isn't for you there's other opportunities for as well out there
0: and it's completely free no cost doesn't cost a penny
2: yes absolutely free and in addition to that you know we've got trailhead which i'm sure that your followers would would be aware of but trailhead is our free virtual learning platform that is very much gamified, so it doesn't really feel like when you go there, it doesn't feel like school, you know, because a lot of these online courses you kind of do and you're like, oh no, I'm back at school again, you know, which you might have had the best time, but you're just like, not the learning part, you know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you get rewarded for every module that you do, and again, completely free as well. I, I often say that and people ask me, oh, where's the catch? I'm like, well, there's no catch, you know. It's completely free, uh, which is something great again that I appreciate about the Trailhead team that they've made this uh, technology platform that's that's for upskilling for free to everybody. You know, I, I really appreciate that, and you know, I'm very proud that, that we've got this at Salesforce. I, just,
1: I think that leads us to um, another question for anybody just starting or maybe hearing about Salesforce for the first time as they're watching podcast. Um, Obviously, Trailhead, Salesforce Fundamentals, what else would you recommend for people just hearing about Salesforce and trying to get their way into into the ecosystem?
2: Well, I would say firstly, connecting with you too, because you're part of the ecosystem, so you can definitely share your advice, and myself as well, of course, you know, we're all up for networking and and sharing our tips and ideas and and struggles as well, right? Everything is part of the process. Uh, But I think for anybody starting their Salesforce journey or thinking about, learning about Salesforce and what that actually is because when I was at university I had done my research but I'll tell you the truth until I actually started and it, a couple of months passed I couldn't wrap my head around the, the the tech or how the license and channels function worked it took a while so that's absolutely normal but what I would say is absolutely yeah join fundamentals join those info sessions at your university or college if they're running those and another thing is once you reach 9,000 points or adventure rank on trailhead you get to join this Salesforce title private linkedin group which is the place where you can really start connecting and networking with ecosystem collaborators and employers and agencies that are hiring for the Salesforce ecosystem because they're looking for talent like you, talent that is net new to the ecosystem. And net new for context means that you have less than six months of paid Salesforce experience. And that is something that with the Talent Alliance Programme we do. You know, We work with partners and customers to commit to hiring net new talent. So really fresh trailblazers into the ecosystem so that you have a chance to have a meaningful career in the tech space, and um, so I recommend doing that, earning those points, and go and joining the Salesforce Talent Alliance LinkedIn group to start networking and finding your own professional network within the Salesforce ecosystem.
0: That's what it's about, man. I think networking in Salesforce compared to any other market in tech is definitely. In a place where you can connect with people all around the world and we say it all the time right even with the guests we've had I mean Georgie's in London we had Jürgen in Germany Pedro you know we've had so many people all around the world and I think if you can just get yourself out there and connect with certain people and have conversations you'll find in Salesforce especially in Hohana that people will refer you to the right people and you'll find your way on that note Georgie we do something right at the end which is called the quickfire round this is something where people want to know a little bit more about you and who you are i know that you know you're someone who is working super hard but let's get to know the person behind all the hard work that you're doing right now so look don't think just speak this is going to be very quick so look georgie favorite destination
2: bali indonesia Yeah, never been but Uh i really want to go
0: He's going to be there soon, guys. If you're in Indonesia and you're looking to get in Salesforce, Georgie yeah. will be there yeah. very soon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Happy to have a chat during my holiday. <laughs> Favorite drink? Uh, uh, water. I don't know, I'm just drinking water. I, don't know, water.
0: I hope it's water. He is drinking water. We can verify, guys. It's in a Salesforce month. <laughs> Uh, favourite pastime, when you're not working so hard and, and obviously you've left the life of being a student, what would Georgie do to relax and, and de-stress?
2: You know, I would go to Chinatown in London because that's my favourite place for some nice food. I love Chinese food so that's where I can get the best of it,
0: yeah. Cool. we'll end on that one because I share that commonality and I think we're going to be there very soon after the uh, Greenwich University event, but Georgie you have been an amazing guest and I think you're someone that everyone can look at and and actually see that it's possible. You know, you literally left university a year ago. You're doing so much already within Salesforce, one of the best employers in the world, and you're actually helping others now get that same platform and hopefully get into the ecosystem. So thank you. You've come across so well. I'm sure a lot of watching this are gonna take so much from it and get a little bit of advice. And even if you just get something from it, it's be persistent, because if Georgie didn't apply three times, he wouldn't (laughs) be having this call right now.
2: (laughs) <laughs> but no, thank you, Nicoletta, and Hemi, both of you. You know, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I'd love to do it again one time, you know, maybe in person this time. Yeah, that'll be fun.
0: Sure, for sure. Appreciate you, mate. Thank you. Nikki. thanks for bringing this one together, and I look forward to seeing you both in London very soon.
2: Yeah. Thank See you next